Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another crypto current for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We have another crypto current for you today We've, where we talk all things current events that surround either blockchain technology or cryptocurrency. Uh, crypto Corey, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm very happy to be here. Well, we are very happy to have you here to explain all current events of crypto and, and what their significance is. So let's jump right in. Um, this uh, is probably something a lot of people are wondering about if they're listening uh, you know, right as this episode is published. Um, but crypto has been down uh, for quite a while. It's been kind of consistently either going down or, or, or staying pretty stagnant. Um, is this the death of all crypto? Uh, is Bitcoin going to zero? These are some questions that are floating around. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so crypto has been, um, it's been in a pullback for a few months now. And it's really interesting to see uh, the different responses that you'll see on social media. Uh, and and also in the news where you'll hear people saying, hey, Bitcoin's going to zero, crypto's going to zero, this is it, crypto's out. And I think for someone who maybe invested in Bitcoin when it was $69,000 and is now looking at it at $38,000, $37,000 and half of what they put in it has disappeared, it probably feels like Bitcoin is dead or, or dying. Um, certainly the people who were trading on exchanges and were using leverage and got, uh, you know, completely cleaned out, um, and maybe lost everything are feeling like, Hey man, this is the, this is the death of crypto. And and hopefully none of our listeners are in that situation. Um, you know, if you are trading with leverage, you should have stops in place. And what a stop is, is if Bitcoin goes down to a certain level, it will sell the contract and you'll take a small loss instead of getting what they call liquidated. Uh, but, uh, you know, looking at some of the statistics that we see coming off of the exchanges, there were, have been a lot of people uh, over these last few months have, who have been liquidated in multiple liquidation events. And a lot of people look at, oh, well, Bitcoin's down to $37,000. This must be the bottom. So maybe I'll take a long position from here. Yeah, you know, that that can be a little bit dangerous. So I'm urging anyone who's investing to, to be cautious. Um, for me, I tend to just continue to buy and hold. And that's my long-term strategy for Bitcoin. I do not believe that Bitcoin is going to zero or that this is the end of, of cryptocurrency. Anyone who's been in this game for more than a couple of years understands how the cycles are, um, and they are unpredictable. I honestly thought Bitcoin was going to go to 100,000 before it was going to come back down to you know where it's at today. And it might even go lower. Um, but I was, I was wrong. I still think it's going to a hundred thousand, but it may not be anytime soon. It may not even be this year. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, but what I do know is that Bitcoin is not dead. And I fully believe that we'll, we will see it come back and it may take a while. So if you're investing, be careful, make sure you're not putting money into the system that you need anytime soon. And make sure that it's not money that you can afford, you know, that you can't afford to lose. Yeah, we we don't give financial advice, but the only 
financial advice we will give is be careful um, and don't put in money that you can't afford to lose. Yeah, be be wise. I mean, that's not financial advice. Be wise. Uh, it's you know, just people, advice. Yeah, people get greedy and they think that they're going to become a millionaire overnight. When we've addressed this on on a couple of episodes, we don't need to go into it. But if you're in it to get rich quick, um, this isn't the industry for you. Uh, most Most likely you will end up with a bag of nothing. And that's what we don't want for any of our listeners. All right, let's move on. This is kind of a little bit more exciting uh, than our first topic. Uh, Elon Musk uh, is, so is he thinking about accepting Dogecoin or is he going to accept Dogecoin at this new drive-in dinner theater? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about his drive-in dinner theater. I mean, I I guess it makes sense for uh, him to build a drive-in. I mean, he's in... He's in the car business, and drive-ins are, you know, pretty cool. When I was a kid, uh, it was fun to go to the drive-in. Uh, it's kind of a thing that's gone out of style. I think in most big cities, you can still find a find a drive-in, but it's not like they're on on every corner. Um, and but as a kid, I always thought it was fun. Uh, we would we would go into the drive-in, and you'd pull the speaker off of a off of a little rack, and you'd hang it on your window, and then maybe roll your window up if it was cold or or I guess down if it was hot, and out of this little speaker would would come the sound from the movie, not not really stereo, um, but but fun enough. So I, I mean, I guess it makes sense to have a, a drive-in uh, dinner theater for him if you're going to be in the car business. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether or not this idea itself uh, takes off. But the interesting thing is, is that he said that he will accept Dogecoin as payment at this at this venue. And I, I guess that means that you can drive in and get out your your wallet and and maybe scan a QR code from them and and send them uh, Dogecoin and pay for admission and and for your food. So should be an interesting concept. Uh, don't know if it'll take off or not. But you know, Elon Musk has a pretty good track record on on things. Yeah, people seem to he seems to have a natural um, power when it comes to influencing the price of of different cryptocurrencies. That's he, cool. That's exciting. Yeah, he does. He's. I mean, he's he's kind of all in on on Doge. Uh, you you know how I feel about Dogecoin. I don't I don't feel like it was a cryptocurrency that we needed, um, but it's very much a part of the cryptocurrency culture. I don't believe it's going anywhere. Um, I think if you were to invest in it, there's a pretty good chance that you could, you know, double your money, triple it, maybe even, you know, 10x your money. I, I do hold a little bit of Dogecoin, but it is not, it is not anywhere uh, as a, as a sizable uh, position in my portfolio. It's just not, it's just not a coin that I'm really interested in. It doesn't really excite me. Um, there's a lot of other projects that I'm that I'm interested in that I think will have a have a better return than Doge, but if you are thinking about it, I, I think it's here to stay, and I think it's probably a a safe bet uh, to buy into it. But again, it's not it's not one that I'm that I'm super interested in. Yeah, me neither. I have not. I've never bought a meme coin, and I I don't know if I ever will. Um. But yeah, let, let's move on to our, our last story. This one's kind of interesting. Uh, we just had the Super Bowl um, just recently. Uh, and this has to do with the Broncos, uh, the Denver Broncos. So there is a DAO that is trying to raise $4 billion to buy the Denver Broncos. Do you think that's going to happen? What, do you, what are your thoughts on this? 
Will they well, succeed? Um, I mean, if you remember back when we covered the uh, DAO that was trying to buy the Constitution, and within, I don't know what it was, like 72 hours, they raised uh, $41, 42000000 million, and um, nearly uh, were able to purchase a copy of the, of the Constitution. And and that that raised a lot of eyebrows, and including mine. I, I thought it was a very interesting uh, idea, and was really hoping that they would be successful. But I'll tell you, um, I've got mixed emotions on this one. Um, this was one of the stories that I wanted to talk about, and, and we saved it for for last, um, because I don't know how I feel about this one. So, if you invest, and and I don't even know if invest is the right word, because that carries with it. Um, the idea that you're expecting a return, which could prove that the DAO is actually a security under the SEC, um, and and they and they could get into trouble with this. Um, it was one of the reasons why the people that created the DAO to buy the Constitution at the last minute pulled out the idea of ownership. So you were just giving your money so the DAO could buy the Constitution, but all you would get was voting rights. You did not get fractional ownership. When originally they were planning on giving everyone who invested a a fraction or everyone who donated, we have to be careful, um, a fractional ownership of the Constitution, they pulled out at the last minute because they didn't know if it would uh, pass the Howey test, which is what this SEC uses to determine if something is a security. And the idea is, if you're investing in something and hoping to gain money from it, then then it, it then it is considered to be a security. So I think I think they may have some legal challenges with this one. So, you know, a, a high-profile team like the Denver Broncos, they're going to try to raise $4 billion. They're going to give ownership, fractional ownership, to people who invest in this DAO. Um, I'm not certain if this is the first one I want to see be successful because there's, you know, there's quite a bit of things that could go wrong and there might be some some downside. I would I would rather see something like the Constitution one happen where, you know, they buy it and they figure out... Um, how the governance tokens work, how people can vote, and then maybe they dip their their toes in the water on something else that's not such a high-profile thing to see if it passes the Howey test and if the SEC doesn't come after them before we go and buy the Denver Broncos and then have a real giant mess on our hand. You have the NFL uh, involved. You have a bunch of possibly angry fans involved uh, who may not be happy that a bunch of crypto uh, people bought the Denver Broncos. Now, the interesting thing, I, I will say that that the governor of the state of Colorado is supportive of this. And if you'll remember in our last cryptocurrent, um, uh, Colorado is one of the, the state, well, is the only state that has announced that they will allow you to pay their taxes or pay your tax bill in cryptocurrency. So I think this governor is trying to set himself up as the, as the pro, as a pro crypto governor. And, uh, you know, with his support of this DAO, he may be able to, to wield some influence to help uh, get them through whatever legal hurdles they might, they might come up against. But I fully expect that if, if people start donating to this and they buy the Denver Broncos, that the SEC is going to get involved in, in one way or another, either to say, yeah, you're legit or to say, no, you can't do this. You're not registered. So I just don't know how this, how this will turn out. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to we'll just have to see what happens. Um, I think it was really interesting. I don't know if you noticed uh, during the Super Bowl there was quite a few crypto commercials for like Coinbase and 
so maybe uh maybe with these commercials and people starting to to listen to our podcast and as they learn more about crypto they'll be more uh accepting of of a dao buying the denver broncos i don't know yeah Only so, time will tell but i so there was a fair amount of outrage uh, a lot of people um who saw all the, the crypto commercials where some of them were taken off guard and were thinking what in the world has happened to the super bowl why are there all these crypto commercials and you know how powerful are these organizations becoming and isn't crypto destroying the planet and aren't only criminals using it and drug dealers and human traffickers and so i think that there there's a, a you know a large uh, portion of people who were not happy at all to see the 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 crypto commercials now i don't know what percentage of the nfl fans who were watching the game uh you know were upset and it's really hard to gauge off of social media uh, because we all live in a bubble. We follow the people that we follow, and we don't know how large a crowd might be who's upset. But there was a lot of uh, blowback from from all the advertisements. So um, you know, I don't, I honestly don't know how people will look at at this DAO if they if they'll think it's a good thing or or a bad thing, and and what the percentages are. Yeah. Well, I feel like most people probably won't care one way or the other. Um, but there, yeah, there's always going to be those people who uh, are haters. So yeah, we no, just I, have to. We just... I I want to be clear. I hope that there that everything works out okay. I, I think it's an amazing idea. I think that people who come together to to raise money ought to have the right to to purchase something, and perhaps the SEC may look at it and say, hey. If you guys are just pooling your money to buy this team, then that's no different than a partnership. And so, you know, it it is possible that this may come out uh, you, okay. And the SEC says, yeah, this is not a security. I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a a pretty big gray area, at least in my mind. But if you think about it, if you if you remove the DAO aspect, and you just say, hey, there's you know, 4,000 of us who are pooling our money and we're going to go buy the Denver Broncos together, you know, that certainly would not be illegal. Where it starts to become gray is when you have this um, organization that springs up and then you get some sort of a token that you're buying. It's the tokenization of it where you're buying this thing um, that may not be legally recognized as a share um, that, that might run into the, into the, security issue with the sec so i really don't know how this will will come out i'm sure that and i hope that the that the people who are putting this together are um you know consulting their attorneys to to see where you know you know to to dot their i's and cross their t's and again like i said i i hope if they're successful in doing this that everything works out well and i do believe that they have a right to buy the denver broncos i just you know kind of have a healthy fear of my government yeah, that that that's pretty fair. All right, well, that is all the stories. All that is all the current events that we have for this episode. Um, is there anything else you want to add in before we jump off? Um, no, I I, I will say one thing. Um, and we don't want to delve into this, but uh, you know, we're we're keeping our eye on the situation in the Ukraine with Russia. Um, a lot of people think that the pullback in the crypto market. Uh, they're blaming on Putin sending in uh, troops to the areas that have, quote, unquote, declared themselves 
uh, a break off territory from the Ukraine. And, um, you know, a, a lot of people think that that's why crypto is down uh, so much today. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, it's hard to tell what what world events are are affecting it or not. Um, but we're going to keep our eye on that. It's really interesting because Ukraine and um, Russia are both kind of pro-crypto uh, now. So it's really interesting seeing these two uh, countries over in Eastern Europe face off. And, um, you know, we'll, we're, we'll hope that there's a peaceful resolution and that there's not any, any bloodshed over this. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely feel the same way. Um, well, on that note, uh, remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, we are at the underscore cryptocracy and Instagram, we are at the cryptocracy. Uh, and then if you would go ahead and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on, we really appreciate that. That helps us out a ton. And for those of you who have already left a review, uh, thank you. We really appreciate that. And with that being said, remember to stay cryptic. <laughs>